Welcome to New Creation Family Church in Springfield, Missouri. I'm Pastor Gary Miller. We pastor along with my wife, Pastor Kim. We thank you, Father, for these people that are hearing my voice today, that are are listening to the truth of the Word of God. We thank you, Father. You've prepared their hearts and minds to receive the truth. They'll not be hearers only, but they will be faithful doers of the word that they hear in Jesus' name. Welcome to the Transformation Podcast, uh, an outreach of New Creation Family Church. We thank you, Father, that you have given us these tools to preach the gospel to every creature. Uh, I'm going to share a message today. It's simple truth and the thing about the truth the thing about the bible the word of god uh, when you get a revelation of of what the word is saying um, it simplifies things it doesn't make it more complicated it doesn't make it confusing it doesn't make it hard to understand it simplifies true revelation of the word simplifies and so I, I try to preach this as simply as I can because people need to hear it and receive it and do it. And this message I'm preaching today, like I said, is very simple. It's basic. It's Bible 101. That's the title of, of what I'm preaching today. Bible 101. There's things that... <coughs> Excuse me. There's things that every believer needs to know, and if they don't know the truth about these things, there's confusion, there's misconception, there's poor doctrine, there's um, bad doctrine in some cases. There's uh, uh, it makes it hard for people to do what God has set before them to do. So. We're going to look at some simple truths. Now, <coughs> we're going to talk about three areas in three different ways, three or four different ways. Um, the Bible says that a thousand shall, uh, one shall set a thousand to flight, two will set ten thousand. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. And there's many subjects, many times, many things in the Bible that are in threes. <coughs> I'm going to talk about some of those. Uh, and we need a revelation of, of these things and how they apply to us. So we're going to start with the top. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It says these three are one, yet they're... Three distinct offices. So how are they different, yet on, yet one? They're in totally agree, total agreement. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. One of them doesn't say one thing. The other one says something else. The other one says something else. They're in total agreement. They all speak the same thing. Um, um, they all have a place in our life and are necessary for the kingdom of God. <clears throat> and Father God, and we're not going to go into the Father God in depth, but uh, but this is a good study for you to do. 
you find the names of God. Like there's El Shaddai. There's, um, oh, I'm not even thinking of any of the rest of them right now. But there's different places in the Old Testament where where he is. He's the provider. He's the healer. He's the stand, the the um, um, I, anyway. We need to study that, and I'm not going to get into that. So, but the names of God or the character of God, uh, the things that the Father God. Um, does and is and then there's the son Jesus and we'll go over to uh, the first chapter of John I was going to read this later but I'm going to do it here the first chapter of John and uh, it says John chapter John 1 1 says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God he was in the beginning with God all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it <coughs> and then on down in the uh, um, 14th verse and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth John bore witness of him and cried out saying this is he of whom I said he who comes after me is preferred before me for he was before me and of his fullness we have all received and grace for grace now, Jesus was born in the earth to a virgin, uh, conceived by the Holy Spirit, and lived on the earth as a man. But this says that he was in the beginning. He was the Word. When God said, let there be light, that Word created light. That was the Word, the Word of God. Jesus <coughs> was the word. And so, uh, and then there's the Holy Spirit. Um, and the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, was given by the Father to mankind um, to um, um, help mankind after he ascended to heaven and sat down at the right hand of the Father. <coughs> and the Holy Spirit is called the Helper, the Comforter, the Advocate, the Intercessor, Counselor, Strengthener, and Standby. Um, that uh, Holy Spirit was sent to help us in these areas of our life. Um, he comforts, comforts us. He is advocate for us. That advocate is uh, goes to bat for you uh, like a lawyer. Uh, he's the intercessor. He, he'll stand in the gap for you and help you, shore you up where you're weak and can't do it on your own. 
He's the counselor. He'll give you wisdom. He'll give you uh, godly counsel. He'll give you instruction. <coughs> He's the strengthener. Uh, both spiritually and physically, the Holy Spirit uh, helps make you stronger. Uh, stand by. He's always with you. He never leaves you. He lives inside of you. Uh, he's as close as, Holy Spirit, help me. <laughs> uh, in the name of Jesus. And th then uh, when we talk about the Son, Jesus, is that there's a name given to him that's above every name in heaven and earth and beneath earth. The name of Jesus. There is no force more powerful on the face of this earth in heaven or under the earth than the name of Jesus. And um, so that's that's one threefold cord that's not quickly unbreakable. Can't be. They all say the same thing. They all do the same thing. They're all in total agreement. They all have their own function. See, we couldn't come to the Father except through Jesus. <coughs> Jesus is the only way to the Father. In the in the beginning, when God created everything, and he made man and set him in that garden, and he gave him, he said, I give you dominion over everything. That means you're in charge. You, you say what goes. Just like I said what went when I created it, you say what goes in the garden. <coughs> Um, so now there's three realms that we deal with. Um, we deal with the heavenly realm where heaven is. We deal with the earth where we live and we deal with hell where the devil and his demons live. And there's authority in each one of those realms. Now, in heaven, God has the authority. Him and Jesus are seated there on the throne. Jesus is at his right hand, and and they are they are supreme in heaven. <coughs> in hell, there's really no one in control. The devil thinks he is, but he has no power to control anything he's pretty busy for somebody that don't have no power but um, he steals all the power that he has all the it's it's fake power it won't last uh, because when Jesus died and uh, took the sin of the world upon himself he took that to hell with him uh, Sin can't go to heaven. So he had to deal with the sin problem before he could ascend to heaven. And when he when he arose from the dead and um, the lady saw him outside, mistook him for the gardener and asked where they took took the master. And he says, you know, it's, it is I. Go tell Peter and the rest. I'm here. And uh, he said, don't touch me because I have not gone to the Father yet, and uh, <clears throat> but uh, when He took the, our sin with Him to Hell, then He 
took the authority that the devil stole from Adam and Eve in the garden. He took that back from the devil. And he says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. So Jesus is the one with the authority in the earth. And then he gave that to us, to mankind. So, so if that's the case, who's in charge in the earth? Is it God? Is it the devil? Is it us? Is it mankind? <coughs> well, mankind thinks he's in control. Without Jesus, he has no control. He can't even do his own thinking, his own way. He follows the course of the world, uh, what everybody else is doing, what's right in his own eyes. Man without God is pretty pathetic. <laughs> um, I don't take that. Don't be offended at that. If you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can't help it. It's the way the way you are. But you don't have to stay that way. Uh, so, you know, people say, well, if, if God was is so good and he's so powerful and, and how come there's wars and how comes there's sickness and how come there's all this evil stuff going and how did he let that happen to my grandbaby and how did he take that man before his time he he was young he died in a horrible car accident how how could god let that happen well god can't stop it what god can't stop what goes on in the earth unless there's somebody with authority in the earth that knows who they are and knows their authority in the word of God and in the power of the blood and in the Holy Spirit to speak the word of God into a situation, then God can get involved in it. But he can't do a thing until somebody speaks forth the truth into the situation with faith and power. Then there's no stopping him. But but he has to have a way in. And man is his way into the earth. Jesus, God couldn't come down here and fix everything that, that Adam blew up. He didn't have the authority to do that because he gave it to Adam. And Adam gave it away. So the devil had it. And God couldn't come down here. and I mean, he kicked him out of heaven. But he couldn't do anything about him here on the earth because he didn't have the authority to do it. And so he had to find a way to give man the authority back. And what that was, was giving his only begotten son to die for mankind and take their sin to the grave with him, be resurrected and seated at the right hand of the Father where he always makes intercession for us, stands in the gap for us, um, and God and the Father talk about us all the time and you know Pastor Gary he's doing a great job there but he needs to work on this we need to Holy Spirit you need to quicken him about this he's standing there and he's on our side he wants to help us so who's in charge well God does what he can do what we Jesus said let me look at this it's in uh Mark 
chapter 16, 24, I mean. No. Mark. I did say Mark, didn't I? Did I say Mark? Mark chapter 16. Let's go to Matthew. We'll do Matthew first. It comes before. Matthew chapter um, 28, uh, verse 18. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, <coughs> and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So Jesus said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And because of that, I give you the authority to go to all the nations, making disciples of them, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So when, when you make a disciple of someone and baptize them, baptize means to immerse. And people need to immerse themselves in the Father and in the Son and in the Holy Spirit. They need to learn everything they can about the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. They need to hear the truth of the Word. They need to become doers of the truth of the word. They need to become disciples and, and do the ministry that they've been given. Every one of us, when we're born again, have been given the ministry of reconciliation. That means bringing people that don't know God to him through Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. And when, when people do that, um, we'll wrap this thing up. Jesus will come back. We'll all go to heaven. Uh, God will fix the earth so it's habitable again. And and it'll be a wonderful thousand years. And then we'll see the devil loosed for a period and locked in the pit of hell forever. Never to disturb or bother a soul again forever. And it's a good picture. That's where we're headed. But we got a ways to go. We're not there yet. <coughs> so, uh, who's in charge? We are. The church. Christians. We've been given the authority. Uh, the devil stole it from mankind in the Garden of Eden. Jesus took it back from the devil in his death, burial, and resurrection and gave it back to mankind before he ascended to heaven. Now, um, what are we supposed to do on the earth? The Bible says we're to do the works of Jesus. Jesus said, you will do the works that I do and greater works shall you do because I go to my Father in heaven. So what are the greater works? I mean, the same, the works that Jesus did. He laid hands on the sick. He cast out devils. He raised the dead. He, he did miracles. He taught the word. He preached. 
those works that Jesus did on the earth, we will do. And greater works than we should do. The greater works are, he couldn't get anybody born again. Because he hadn't, hadn't paid the price yet. No one could come to the Father. Because he hadn't made the way for them to come to the Father yet. But since he has made the way for them to come to the Father, through his life, death, burial, and resurrection, then we can preach the message of reconciliation, reconciling people to God. <coughs> and, uh, and do that greater work that Jesus couldn't do. Now, uh, we read Matthew 28, 18. Let's look at Mark 16. And people call these verses the Great Commission. It's the only commission. Uh, we're all committed, commissioned to do this. In Mark 16, Verse 15, he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. Jesus did that. They will speak with new tongues. That's another work that he didn't do. He probably could. But I mean, they communicated in some, some way. Uh, maybe he did speak in tongues. I don't know. They will take up they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So <coughs> with this authority that he gave to preach the gospel, he gave the authority to uh, cast out devils, to speak with new tongues. He gave the authority to uh, protection over deadly animals and deadly poisons. Uh, uh, that means that you do it on purpose. It means that if you were like Paul on the Isle of Patmos, he's gathering firewood and a viper latched onto him. And nobody survived a bite from a viper. And he shook it off into the fire and went about his business. And uh, it, it got the attention of, of the sailors and fellow prisoners and whatever that were with him. And um, he says, you know, my God has a plan for me. He's not going to die. Um <laughs> uh, and they will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So there's not a born-again believer on the face of this earth that can't pray, lay hands on someone and pray, prayer faith and, and, and speak healing to their body, and healing will come. Now, the people you're praying for might not receive it. They may go on about their miserable, sickly life, doing what they've always done, trying to get well, and not receive it. But that doesn't mean the healing didn't come. It always comes when you pray and believe. For healing. <coughs> so. Um, when Jesus lived his life on this earth. 
his life on earth was a demonstration of the authority of, of man in the earth. Even everything he did, he did as a man, as the son of man. See, he was the son of the father, conceived by the Holy Spirit, but he was born of a woman. And everything he did on this earth, he did as the son of man. And if he did, did anything on the earth as the son of man, then we have the authority to do the same things. Uh, now, the relationship that we have with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, um, it's like if you have three kids, they're different than each other. Um, they don't need the same things. They're, they're usually not the same age unless you have triplets. Um, but uh, boys have different needs than girls. Uh, teenagers have different needs than five-year-olds. Um, uh, sometimes they seem to overlap, but that's another story. But they're, they're different. They need a different amount of attention at different times in their life. But they all need love. They all need nourished. They all need shelter. They all need comfort. They all need you see what, what I'm saying? All of these things that we have need of, God the Father provided, and we we get our authority and our instruction from the Word of God. We get our comfort, our encouragement, our strength from the Holy Spirit. Uh, we get our wisdom from God. We get our peace and our joy and our <coughs> mercy and grace from the Father all of these things that we have need of as his children um, we have a, a source for those things and the word is the foundation of the authority of mankind in the earth God sent his word to accomplish what he sent it for he says, my word will not return unto me void, but will accomplish what I sent it to do. Now, you think about the word of God. When he spoke, he's, when he spoke the words, let there be light, what happened? Light was. Now, those words had power and authority behind them. And when he said, let there be light, light started 